Hey all, this is Justin, the professor, and first just want to apologize for not being here on time. This is a week late. Uh, no excuses, just kind of got, things got in the way. But this week it's just me talking to you. I know I try to get a lot of interviews out there and I will continue to do that, but this week I just felt necessary that we wanted to talk about pausing for a second. We're at the end of the year and we're going to talk about what we can do this year to get ready for 2021. So I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the E-Professor Real Estate Podcast. My name is Justin Lethby and I'm a realtor, trainer, and coach. My sole purpose here is to take my many years in real estate as well as my even many more years as a trainer and get you to your goals and beyond. I'm going to do this by talking about business, growth development, branding, marketing, you know, basically all successful things that entrepreneurs are doing today. And hey, since I'm your tech guy, there's going to be tech thrown in here as well. So let's go. Hey, welcome everybody. This is Justin the E-Professor and tis the season. (laughs) And this is going to be a fun episode, although it's not going to be about the holidays, although it does come into play a little bit with this. It's going to come in and really we're going to talk about reflecting in today's episode. And one of the things that we're trying to do in here is just sit back, take a breath and come through and really just try to figure out what's happened this year. What's been good? What's been bad? What do we got to do? How do we got to change? Do we got to change? We're just going to kind of have these conversations. And I do this because a couple of things. One, you're seeing it all over the place. Every single one of you, you're getting blasts from everybody out there. You're hearing about, uh, let's goal plan, let's business plan, let's do this stuff. And all extremely important. I actually did one. It was like my third or fourth episode where we came in and we did the goal plan and we just went out and talked about that. Although I'll be honest with you, while I did the do do this intentionally, I did leave something out in that last episode, that goal setting episode, which a lot of people leave out. Now I left it out there because really at that point in time, I just wanted people to focus on knowing your numbers. But now we need to start talking more about how do we plan for the future and how do we do that? And that first step looks like um, reflection, right? It looks like planning for the future. And the only way you're going to plan for the future is if you do look back a little bit, right? You know, those old sayings that come out there is if you don't learn from the past, you're doomed to repeat it. The way I say this and the way I always look at this is there's only one true way to fail, and that is not by learning from what happened. And to me, that's the only true way that you're going to fail. So this topic, today's thing, is simply going to be all about reflecting and and that's what we're going to cover. So let's get at it. And um, so I'll start right off the bat with talking a little bit about my history on this and a little bit about where it came from from me. So 
goal planning. I've been a realtor since 2006. I've been in, on my own since 2006. And you take all these classes, you goal plan. Okay, what are your numbers? You know, how much money do you want to make? Okay, what does it going to take to make these numbers? You know, how, what does your conversion rates look like? What, you know, what else has to happen, right? These things are going to have to happen. And those are all extremely important, hugely valuable items to take into this situation. But with all that being said, it's not the only thing. And one of the things that we need to make sure that we are covering in here is let's learn from what we did in the past. And where I started picking this up from is when I joined the John Maxwell team. John Maxwell has uh, a training, speaking, coaching company that some of us have decided to join in efforts to being with. It's you know it's based on personal development, uh, professional growth, leadership. It's based on these ca- these categories, these qualifications. And he read, wrote a book several years ago, several years ago called "15 Invaluable Laws of Growth." And one of their chapters really spoke to me, and it was the law of reflection. And it says um, we need to pause to let growth catch up to us, right? And it's extremely important to <laughs> to to understand what that's talking about because we do need to take a breath. Uh, this year has been so incredibly unique, so incredibly frustrating at times, Um so incredibly intense at times. And a lot of us haven't had chance to just sit back and, and kind of ascertain where we're at. Right. I hear a lot of small business professionals, real estate professionals, a lot where all I'm hearing right now is they're getting burned out and I can get it. Right. I, I understand that because either you're, you're moving at, um, negative mock speeds or you're moving at triple mock speeds, right. You're, you're moving so fast that there is no time to breathe, to do that stuff, right? You have families, you have all this stuff done. So if you're not showing, you're with family. If you're not with family, you're writing contracts, right? You're doing all this stuff and it's extremely challenging. And so I'm hearing a lot right now that we are frustrated, that we are stressed, that we are just, you know, essentially at our wit's end. And I totally get that, right? The success comes at a consequence as well as anything else that does. And even if you are just beginning and you're not seeing those numbers, it's equally as stressful as if really, and I'll do candor, if not more stressful that goes out with this. And I find a lot of it's because we're being told push, 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 push. And trust me, it is important. But if you don't sit back and just breathe for a second and catch that moment and let things just kind of absorb in. So you know what you've done well, what you haven't done well, what you need to focus on, things like that. If you haven't done that, it's it's overwhelming in a lot of situations. So today, what we're going to talk about is a couple different things. We're going to kind of break this down into three sections. We're going to break this down into what questions do I need to ask? When do I need to ask them and where do I ask them, right? We're going to break it down into these three basic sections, not necessarily in that order, mind you. I will probably mix this up just a little bit, but those are the three things we're going to talk about today in here. This will not be as long. A lot of my interviews are going 30, 40-ish minutes in nature. This one will probably not that be long. We're probably talking about the 20-ish minute mark I'm hoping for, if not less. So the first thing is, let's talk about where do we do this? Again, I told you it wasn't going to be in the right, it wasn't going to be in that same order we talked about. Let's talk about where do we do this? 
Where is important? Now, I'm not going to sit there and tell you it has to be um, in a park. It has to be in your office. It has to be whatever. All I'm going to tell you is this, as far as that where it goes. When you do this, make sure it's always, try to make this consistent, right? Try to make this be something that you know when you go to this particular spot to reflect, a room, an office, um, a walk, whatever it may be. You are all that's where it's at, right? So that it just kind of triggers in your brain, right? You know, okay, every day, every month, every year, I'm doing this at this time. I'm going to go out and do it. For instance, every year, it's it's about a week or so for me. I will print out my calendar and I'll go through and review it. I'll sit here in the room. I'll sit here with the computer on and make notes, make tabulations, and I'll you know I'll I'll do some various things with that. And I do that, and I know what's going to look like, and I know it's going to go. And that's just what I do once a year. It's not the only thing that I do. But I'll sit there and take care of that. And I would recommend that. And I'll do candor. If you have your calendar out, you can go to Office Max for fairly cheap spiral bound it. And or actually any print shop really will do it. I do Office Max. But you can go out there and spiral bound your calendar. Make it an agenda format. So it's just written out kind of like a line item. You can make notes next to it. And it works great. And I keep them for posterity, right? So I have my last three, four years of calendars that are out there. And they work. So where, again, we just kind of talked about, you know, pick your spot. When? When is tricky, right? So we're going to talk about this in a couple different categories and a couple different ways of looking at this. And what I'm going to tell you is that when we're talking about this, what we want to look at from here is how often that we can do it effectively without overwhelming ourselves, as well as how often we need to do this and learn from it, right? So you can hear a couple different strategies from this. You, you know, do you do it daily? Do you do it weekly? Do you do it monthly? Do you do it, um, you know, semi-yearly, yearly? You know, how do you do it? I, I break it down to a couple of categories. I, the way I'm going to show you here when we start talking about what to ask is, I'll break it down to a couple categories. There's, I think there are some big questions that you don't need to ask yourself every day, but there are questions you need to ask, you know, every quarter, every six months, every year, things like that, that you're going to want to just make sure you're still on track, make sure you're understanding where things are at, things have changed, stuff like that. The other thing that I, I think you want to do in here is also know that there are probably some more immediate questions that we can ask ourselves that we can do daily, weekly, monthly, something like that, that we can get through. Daily, I know, is tough. If you can't do daily, I would recommend weekly. If you can't do weekly, then definitely no less than monthly to get some of those, you know, those more um, precise questions asked early. So, again, daily, weekly, monthly, things like that. And you can make sure you ask those questions. So, as far as the third part, so we just talked about where, we just talked about when. Again, you're going to have to answer these questions yourself. So I'm giving you kind of the idea. And then we'll talk about the questions now. Just, just to tell you, again, for me, where I showed you earlier was the office. Um, for me, though, the win for me is I don't do daily. I probably should do daily, but I don't do daily right now. It's weekly. I'll go through and review my calendar. I'll be honest with you. The reason I don't do weekly right now or daily right now is with what's going on. Um, the schedule has slowed up a little bit. It's gotten a little more free flowing than I'd like it to do. And so weekly makes a little bit more sense for me right at the moment. I should get back to daily. 
probably keep me a little bit better focused. And that's one of the goals that I'm going to review this year. That's probably what I will start here January 1st is be more of a, a, a daily review of this. Now, as far as the questions, John Maxwell wrote a book called, as I said earlier, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And one of the chapter, chapters is the law of reflection. Well, in there, he wrote about 11 questions to ask yourself. And I think they're great questions. Now, we are not going over all 11 questions. I told you it'd be 20 minutes in this session, in this training session, this podcast episode. What I want to make sure we talk about in here is just some of the ones that I think that are going to be the most helpful, as well as some of the ones that have been, um, that help me move the needle, the, the needle the best, right? They're all valuable. They're all extremely important. If you want to go get that book, I'll have a link in there. You go get the 15 Valuable Laws of Growth. Go get that book. It's, I, I think it's a great book. It's one that I listen to probably quarterly in here. I'm just listening into it now. So we're talking about this topic now. And it's something I think you need to listen to now. I'm actually probably won't be the end of the year. I was hoping to get done at the end of the year. I'll probably be the first of the year where I will actually start a mastermind on that book alone. I like doing that as well. I think it's extremely helpful. But there are questions in here that I think are extremely helpful. And there are three, there are five questions I want to talk about right off the bat, like I said. And then there's three questions that I think that I will show you that I've learned from some other material that he has written that I, that I do a little bit more often. And again, so the first five questions will be the big questions. Those are going to be the quarterly, the, the semi-yearly, the yearly type of questions. And then the smaller ones will be those daily, weekly type of questions that you want to ask yourself. Now, the reason I do this is one of the things that John said in the book, in this chapter is the evaluated experience is your best teacher. And he paraphrased that from an earlier quote saying experience is your best teacher. And he says the evaluated one. And the reason he says evaluated is you have to ask yourself. You have to critique this. You have to ask yourself or we have to ask ourselves these questions that will help us grow our business, right? Or grow ourselves, right? You know, you can't grow your business if you don't grow yourself. You know, grow yourself to grow your business is, is one of the things I think you should always do. So make sure you ask some good questions. Now, I'm going to ask the five questions. I'll give you kind of my perspective on this. I'll be honest. I'm doing this kind of live for you. So I'm going to look at these questions as if I'm reviewing it for myself right now. Um, so I may stammer and stumble a uh, uh, just a bit on this one. It'll be personal. Uh, hopefully you can learn from it and hopefully you get some things from that. I I don't know. We'll see. These are all tests and trials for all this stuff and how it goes. So the first question is my, what is my biggest asset? Well, I would say my biggest asset is me, is my teaching. I'm, I'm a communicator. I've been a trainer for, well, since 1995. I've been doing this a long time. I've, I've been working with companies for doing software trainings for a long time. Now I'm teaching people more of a communication style, leadership, growth, personality. I do the other stuff as well. And we're doing that from here. So I, I think the biggest, what my biggest asset is the communication skills. I think I do it fairly well. I'm hoping I do it well. I'm hoping you guys like it. And I do that. I, but I'm also very tech savvy, right? So where my skill set is really strong is making that complicated conversation and breaking it down into a simpler form, giving examples, hoping everybody understands it. Um, I, I do that really fairly well. At least I think I do. And it's typically the response I get. I also say, you know, one of my bigger assets is I come from 
a thought perspective that I, I I'm thinking you first, not me first, right? It's a lesson I learned a long time ago in the training world. It's not about my knowledge. It's about your need. And so those, all those things together really makes it good for me to do this and do things like I'm doing now in, in video format and podcasting format to come out and have these conversations. My biggest liability, you know, this is kind of interesting because we're going to talk about worst habit here in a little bit. And I do think that they kind of tie in for me in, to a degree. So I would say my biggest liability is sometimes I'm a, an over communicator. Uh, I will talk a lot, sometimes too much. Um, sometimes I'm a little too much of a helper as well. Um, you know, sometimes people just want the answer and they want to be left alone. I, I don't always gather that so much. And I would say the other liability I have is since I do that a lot, I will focus on that and sometimes not on the projects I should be focusing on to get ready for what's next, right? I don't necessarily look as far into the future as I need to. I don't look necessarily as far out as I should. And one of the things that I'm working on, one of the things that I'm trying to do is get better with that is try to know right where I need to be for you in the futures out there, right? I know the tech, I can teach it all day long, but I need to be out there a little bit further ahead than I am right now. So that's, I would say my biggest liability and it's, it's where I need to focus a little bit on. Now, I'll be honest with you, I'm always going to focus on my strengths more than my liability, just from the things again, that I've been learning from the Maxwell company that that's what I need to focus on. You know, strengths, you can grow faster than your, than your, than your weaknesses. So I will always focus on that, but I still got to keep that in the forefront in my, in my brain. Um, now I'm just going to take a pause here real quick. Cause I am a big fan of this and I am a huge fan of knowing who you are and being able to evaluate yourself. So if you're having a tough time with these questions and you're having a tough time, when I go through the rest of the three and you have a tough time with these questions, there's a couple of things you can do with this. And I'll repeat it here in a little bit. You can always go through and take the DISC behavioral assessment. Um, it's a great way to understand who you are. It's based on four characteristics. I'm not going to get into any huge detail, details on this, but you know, it's similar things. You might have heard strength finder, colors, right? You got different ones that are out there, Myers-Briggs. They'll all break you down to a couple different, you know, four different categories, and you'll rate you on your strengths and weaknesses on this and let you know some of those skill sets you have out there. I'm a big proponent of it, not only for learning who you are, but learning how to work with other people that might be different than who you are. So I always think that's extremely helpful. The other thing is always, always when you're asking these questions, if you can't answer these questions yourself, make sure you come out there. Bring someone else that's good at doing that in, right? Your boss, a a team member, um, your your leader in your office, a coach, a mentor. Bring someone into that to help evaluate those questions or bring them out for you. If you want help in either one of those and you want help from me, I'm happy to do that for you. It is some of the things that I do. That is part of my business model that I do. You can always reach out to me and ask those questions. And I'm happy to do that for you. There's actually, I give out 30 minute free coachings for a lot of these specific things. So if you want that, I'm happy to do that for you. And then we can always see if things can go further. Now, I know I interjected on that, but I wanted to get that out, especially when we talked about that because I'm a big fan of the disc. But the next question asks, what's your best habit? So the first two questions, is, what's your biggest asset? What's your biggest liability? Next question is, what's your best habit? I would say my best habit and this one I do kind of struggle with. Um, I, I, I always have a hard time trying to understand uh, where I sit with this. But I would say my best habit is I will ask the questions I need to ask to get this understood, right, to bring that out to people. Uh, I would say the other good habit that I have is 
I know my schedule, right? Even though I will procrastinate, I know my schedule. So as long as I can book that schedule, I will follow it to a T. I am, you know, if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. And that's just really how it works for me. So for me, the discipline is getting things on my calendar and getting in a quicker and, and doing it as best I can. That, that always works for me. What is my worst habit? My worst habit would come out to procrastination. Um, if I got projects due in a month, I won't start them until a three-week mark. And I try. I'll get in there and I'll start doing things. I'm like, oh, I got time. I got time. I got time. I got to get better at that. And that is definitely where my worst habit is. I deal with now a lot. I don't do with future very well. And and I got to get better at that because right now we're dealing with a lot of future and a lot of things that we don't know about. And I've got to get out there and deal with that. And then the last question is, what is most fulfilling to me? And again, those are the questions you want to ask yourself. So the last one for me is what's most fulfilling to me. Well, I'll be honest, it's you, right? Everyone that I'm talking to now is why I'm doing this podcast, why this goes on video and why it goes in all these different locations because you are the most, that's what's most fulfilling to me. I had learned a long time ago doing my own business that in real estate when I was a realtor and still I'm a realtor, but when I was actively pursuing real estate, the transaction was great. It was a high, right? When I closed on one, it was great. But I got more excited when I helped one of you get that first deal or close that tough deal or convert that one you thought you'd never convert, right? That gave me more excitement than the other. So that's where it sits for me, right? It sits out there where I love doing that. That is what's the most rewarding for me. And it's been that way ever since. I've been a trainer for, like I said, since 1995. That's always been the most exciting part for me. So that's where I'm going after now. And that's what I'm going to. So the five questions, these are the big ones. Remember, this is, a, is the quarterly, the every six months, the yearly. These are questions that you're going to say, what is my biggest asset? What is my biggest liability? What's my best habit? What's my worst habit? And what's most fulfilling to me? Now, again, there are many more questions, about six more questions, actually, that if you go read the book or uh, you ask me to do a mentorship with you and a couple of your office mates, I'm happy to do. And we'll we'll go really deep into that. But that's where we're talking about for that. Now, the next part in here, and we just got a few more minutes. I'll probably be a little longer than I hoped, but just a few more minutes here that what we want to do here is talk about some of the more immediate questions I think you want to ask yourself. And there's really just three of them. There's just three questions I want you to ask yourself on a daily, monthly, weekly schedule. What did I do well? What didn't I do well? And what do I need to focus on next? So those three questions, what I need to deal with. Really, so those are, they're just really basic, right? So what did you do? What, you know, what was successful for you? What things you did good? What things are you doing well right now? What aren't you doing well, right? What, you know, what, what tactic, what skills are you struggling with? What did not work in the, in the last, since the last time we reviewed this, what's not working well for you in this? And then the last thing here is what do I need to work on next? Now, this isn't your to-do list, right? This isn't, I got to do five phone calls. It's not that. These are the things that you're struggling with, the skills, the, the, the assets that you have, the liabilities that you have that you're just not really getting so well down. So, you know, I'm not converting well. Role playing isn't working well. How do I fix that? Right. What do I need to focus on next? Do I need to work with somebody? Do I need to practice more? Right. Those are the things I need to talk about. Those are the skills that you want to do. So, again, remember, it's what did I do well? What didn't I do well? And what do you need to focus on next? Now, we just talked about all three things. We talked about the, you know, when do I do it? Where do I do it? And what questions do I ask? So that's the three things. When you're reflecting, remember, pause, let growth catch up to you. And we definitely want to make sure we do that. I'm going to leave you with two thoughts on here. 
John Maxwell tells us small disciplines repeated with consistency every day lead to great achievements gained slowly over time, right? None of this stuff is going to bring you into success. None of this is actually going to come out there and and break it out the way you're probably hoping to. Uh, but it will work, right? It will definitely work. There is no doubt about it. I have no question about it in my in my heart at all that you will definitely get this through. And if you follow those steps, you will see continuous growth and you will be out there. And that's what we're trying to do, give you continuous growth. And the homework, I'm going to start doing this now on some of these podcasts. I think I'm going to do almost everything I can do with this interview or me and you just talking. I want you to think this way. I want you to do some things. So here's the three things I want you to do for homework. I want you to find, I want you to decide when you're going to do it, where you're going to do it, and decide the questions you're going to ask yourself. And again, if you need help with that, reach out to someone you know that you trust. If you have no one, reach out to me. I'm happy to help you out with those. And then the last thought here, here's what I'm going to do for you. John Maxwell tells you a minute of thought is worth more than an hour of talk. So a minute of thought is worth more than an hour of talk. Hey folks, just a second here real quick. I want to tell you something. I created an e-resource guide and go get it. Go check it out. It gives you over 50 tools that will help you start your new year right. It is bit.ly e-resource guide and you will find it. So it's bit.ly slash e-resource guide. Go find this guide right now. Go download it. It'll be in all the popular links. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And don't forget to go like, subscribe on all your favorite platforms. It's on YouTube. It's on my Facebook page and group. It's on all the listening platforms out there. So please go do that and share with your friends. That way we can grow this audience and uh, have a lot more fun with it. So I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Hoping you're getting lots from it. And until next time.